to Chiara Prada, the podcast. This is the space for ambitious women that are spiritual, on a bigger mission. They want to get their voice out there into the world with purpose, making a whole lot of money while doing so and leading a business that not only nourishes your soul, but your bank account alike. I'm so excited to have you on here today. Welcome and have so much fun diving into these interesting guests, conversations that we are having, activating your next level of expansion in your mind, being and business. So let's go. Well, hello, my love. It has been quite a while since I've tuned on here. And to be honest, my feelings are kind of mixed. I am like, if you could see me right now, I'm smiling brightly from one ear to the other. And then at the same time, I am a little anxious about all of this. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's the time to come back to my beloved podcast because I really enjoy it. And I got some really good feedback from you guys. I was just not in the headspace, to be honest, in the past couple of weeks or months even. Um, but now I am. So I am back. And that being said, I would love for you to reach out to me and tell me what is it that you love most about this podcast and the topics that you would like me to speak about. Because this way I can actually, you know, tailor my offerings to you, tailor the episodes that I record to you, because this is what it is all about, you supporting you on your journey. So I'm sitting here right now with my tea on the right side, my candle burning on the left side, my Palo Santo burning. I usually don't use Palo Santo anymore for sustainable reasons, but we still have this big chunk at home. So I felt called to burn it. So this is all the energy I'm bringing to you today. Um, and I actually, my content has shifted quite a lot since I've been on the podcast last. Um, and this, I think, is also kind of why I need to get used to the podcast again, because there has been so many changes in my business and in my internal world that I just need to find my groove in talking about the updated content, um, which is really just an evolution of who I am and my personal development journey. So what we are going to talk about today, which you already see in the title, is accepting yourself. Why is it so hard and how do you do it? <laughs> and I want to start off with noting that we're very fast to say, of course I'm accepting myself, right? Like, do you think you're accepting yourself? I would love to know. Um, because I know for myself that I always thought that I was accepting myself. I always walk through life being perceived as a pretty positive and confident person. That's at least what the, um, the closer people in my environment reflected to me. Um, so I saw myself like that as well. I was thought like, you know, like I'm the confident person and I accept myself and all these things. <laughs> but 
I realized that I really do not. Um, I realized that I have this huge inner critic that has been with me forever. Um, highly due to the fact that I can feel such a big potential within me. And sometimes I just stress out about how to bring all of this potential into the world, basically. Um, which obviously is like counterproductive because I feel this potential in me because I have this potential. So I don't even have to stress about bringing this potential out into the world. But anyways, that's a whole different topic. I was deep into my own self-acceptance journey in the last few weeks. And what self-acceptance for me really is now is like unconditional self-acceptance. That means like we're not just accepting who we are on a surface level. We're not just accepting the life that we are living, but we are willing to actually look at ourselves like Are you willing to actually look at yourself, the darkest parts of yourself, the parts that you're most ashamed of, the parts that you want to run away from, the parts that you reject, the parts that you really do not want to be a part of you and accept them? That for me is what self-acceptance has become about. It's about looking at myself in my darkest moments, in my most turbulent turbulent moments and saying, yes, this is me and I accept myself as I am. That for me is self-acceptance. And it sounds so much, it's so easy to say, yes, I am accepting myself, but are we really? Are you really accepting yourself? And the way that this manifests is that if you do not truly accept yourself fully, then there's always this part of you that you are trying to hide. So this means there's always this part of you that that keeps you from being fully authentic. And... I want to share a little like my personal story around this, which feels really vulnerable, but also really powerful to share because I know that I am not the only woman out there feeling this and experiencing this. So I offer my own story and my own words to you so that you can use them as an inspiration of growth and of expansion. So When I was living in Berlin, like five years ago, I was in a group, like I was part of a community of a part of a group of friends that like we would always hang out basically. Um, Some of my friends, they had a bar, so we would always hang out in the bar and also at our apartment that I was sharing with some friends, like my, my room was basically the living room and we always had friends over and I really loved being with my friends and yet I realize now that I was not being fully authentic. I was not saying what I wanted to say. I was not putting the limits, the the boundaries that I wanted to put. I was not showing up fully as me because deep down I was scared that the real and raw Kiara wouldn't be respected wouldn't be loved, wouldn't be valued. And I encourage you to reflect if this is happening for you as well. 
if there is a part of you where you don't show up fully authentic because deep down you're scared that if you let out the quirky, weird, loud, silent, introverted, extroverted, whatever it is, unicorn loving or math nerd self that you are deep within, do you fear that you would not be accepted by your group of friends, by your colleagues, by your family anymore? Because this is an indicator that you do not fully accept yourself. So I know for myself that I back then already had this gap. I had this gap of me when I was alone, me when I was smoking weed in my apartment, painting at 3 a.m. in the morning, and the me that I was when I was with my guys. Most of my friends, they were boys, so it was like my guys, you know? Um, and what part of me was scared to be seen? I didn't realize back then that I was scared to be seen as I am. But my life has brought me to going to India, to staying six months at the feet of the Himalaya in an intensive yoga training from night, from morning to night. And then after that, into practicing planned ceremonies on a very regular basis and moving to Argentina, finding myself in a whole new community where I realized now I was doing the exact same thing. I was again not allowing myself to be all of me because I feared that if I was the real and raw me, then I wouldn't be accepted and loved and appreciated and respected in the community that I'm in right now. And I'm sharing this with you because from the outside, it doesn't seem like that. From the outside, when people see me, they see me as this outward and, you know, confident and... And I wouldn't say centered, because I don't think I seem so centered at times, but I would say, you know, like firm within myself, like sure of myself. But I realized like this is a whole armor that I build around myself. To be seen as this person is an armor that I carry because, and this is where it gets really interesting, because at some point... I have learned that these traits I'm portraying as an armor are more lovable, are more appreciated, are more respected than the real and raw me. So this is the thing with self-acceptance. It's that when we reject ourselves, ask yourself why. Ask yourself what are you scared of? What are you scared of? will happen when you show up as your most and raw, most authentic and raw self, right? And usually this is something that happens on the subconscious level, not on the conscious level. So it's not me deciding every time that I was with my friends that I would put up an armor and play my role and not show my raw and authentic self, right? It's something that happens subconsciously. It's an auto program, an autopilot that I'm running on, that you are running on at this moment. 
So I started to investigate why I was running this autopilot, why I was running this program, why I was not showing up as my raw and real self. And I found various things that I'm going to share with you. So one is, I'm not showing my raw and real self because I am not accepting my raw and real self. Deep down, I wasn't appreciating who I was. I was judging myself, right? And investigating this further brought me to the second point, which is I am judging myself because of not the experiences that I had in my past, but because of the interpretations of these experiences that I had in the past. So it's not that in my case, that with 10 years old, my best friend at the time, like we were a group of kids, like happy playing in the neighborhood um, with all of the kids from our elementary school every single day. And within the girls, like my best friend and I, we were kind of the leaders, right? So from one day to another, my best friend at the time, we were 10 years old, decided out of the blue to turn all of our friends against me. So from one day to another, I was left as a 10-year-old completely without friends. There was just my best friend at the time who stuck with me, my best male friend. Um, And now with the knowledge that I have around our subconscious mind, around trauma, around your being, about my being, and about our human existence, I realized that back then I created a story. I created a story that it was not safe to be raw, real, and authentically me. Because if I'm completely honest with you, I think I have never been that raw and that unfiltered, that uncensored than I was back then. Think about it. When you were a kid, and I see this in my daughter right now, when you were a kid, you didn't even think about if it was the right thing to say something or not. You just said it. You just were. My daughter, she just is. There is no filter around it. If she doesn't like that like uh, clothing is a really big topic for us right now. <laughs> She's two and a half years old. And if she doesn't get the t-shirt that she wants to put on because mama has to wash it, like we're having a whole drama of throwing herself on the floor, screaming, shouting, hitting, all of the things. She's not censoring, filtering what of the emotions she can portray or not. But right now she's learning what parts of her are safe to be expressed, what emotions she can express that are appreciated and that are accepted, right? And that's, this is a whole nother episode topic, but this is our responsibility as 
parents, when we start to understand why we are holding back so much ourselves nowadays as adults and how it is related to our childhood, how it is related to how our parents um, and the people surrounding us were treating us, then all of a sudden we become aware of the freaking big responsibility we have with our children. But to come back to my example, back then with 10 years old, it was not the experience itself. It was not that my friends left me from one day to another that created this story inside of me that it is not safe to be all of me. But it was my interpretation of this story. It was my interpretation of what was happening that created the story inside of me And that has affected me 20 years... Okay, no, I'm not 30. I'm 25. But that is still affecting me 15 years later. And the reason why so many of the things that still affect us now has hap- have happened in our childhood is because as a child... We did not have the emotional maturity. We did not have the tools to be able to discern whether something was happening, whether what, what we interpreted into what was happening was truth or not. So nowadays, when someone is being an asshole to us, we can reflect. Okay, so is he being... Or is she being such a douche because she's hurting right now? Because she has, I don't know, she's going to divorce or because he has just lost his job? Or is it because I am not worthy? Do you know what I mean? So nowadays we know, at least when we are doing the personal work, when we are doing all the things, when we're doing the reflections and the personal development, the inner work, we know that someone being an asshole to us is not about our unworthiness, but it's about the other person being hurt themselves right now. But as a kid, we do not have the, the tools to, to discern like that. So if we as a kid are very outward going, we're really loud, we demand attention all the time, we want to talk a lot, we want to play, we want to act, we want to do all these things and our parents constantly restrain us, constantly tell us that we are too much or that we are, you know, like we have to, to shush down and like, you know, as a lady, you have to be quiet, yes, we have to sit quiet and, you know, like behave and all these things. Then as a kid, we create a story in our head that It is not safe to be loud. It is not safe to let all of us speak. It is not safe to show up in our fullest expression. Can you see that? Can you see how that relates to how you're accepting yourself? This is really, like, this is so essential. And if you're really serious about getting to know why you are holding yourself back, where your limiting beliefs come from, where your, your inner critic and your judgment is coming from, go investigate about how your parents raised you. And I want to note here that it's not that your parents meant any harm. Like they did not know better in their very own, in their, in their own world, you know, back then. I don't know, like most of our parents were not into personal development at the time. Maybe they are now, but at the time it was still not such a big thing, right? So they didn't know. 
So they <laughs> fucked us up without knowing. That's the truth. And we are going to fuck our children up. It's just like, it's just what we have to understand as parents. We can do our best and still we are going to fuck them up at one point or another anyway. <laughs> so that's just like, if you're a mom or a dad listening, it's like, we just have to be okay with it. Um, we just, we can just pass on the tools to them for them to work through all of this once they have the ability to work through it. Anyway, so this is where I created my personal story about it was not safe to be all of me. And me being me now, having all the tools, all the NLP and hypnosis and the spiritual tools that I'm having right now that I developed over the years, I can now understand that. And what I can now understand is that my limiting belief that I created at the time is just that. It's a limiting belief, but it is not a truth about me. And this is something I'm going to repeat because this is so important. Your limiting beliefs that you have created in your past because of the things that have happened to you, they are not your truth. They are just a limiting belief. They are just, scientifically speaking, we know this in the science of the subconscious mind, scientifically speaking, your beliefs, they are just filters that filter out certain information. So <laughs> this is going to get really technical here, but stay with me. So there's 2.3 million bits of information surrounding you at all times. Okay, so imagine it like an ocean. There is an ocean of information surrounding you at all time, but you are only aware, consciously aware of 126 bits of it. So I don't know if that's the exact ratio or not, but just as a metaphor. So there's this exact, there's this, this huge ocean of information surrounding you and you are just aware of a tiny drop of this ocean and you call this tiny drop your reality. While if you would be aware of another tiny drop of this ocean, your, your reality would be an entirely different experience. So what decides over which drop of water you're conscious about, where you call your reality. It's the filters. It's the filters of your subconscious mind. So the filters of your subconscious mind take the entire ocean and filter out a tiny drop. And you call that tiny drop your reality. Now, tell me again that this tiny drop is your, re it's the truth. It's not the truth, right? Do you understand that? You, this reality that you're experiencing is not your truth. And I'm sure that in some way or another, you've experienced this already, that your reality is not absolute. It's not the only truth that's out there. It's your truth right now because it's the drop of water you're aware of. And the filters are your beliefs and so many more things that come into it. But I don't want to get too deep into subconscious science right now. Um... But one of the big filters are your beliefs. So this belief that you have created as a kid is now deciding what kind of reality you're experiencing. And that is wild. That is why I'm so passionate about the tools that I have been learning, the NLP and the hypnosis, that because those tools, they allow you to reprogram beliefs and patterns of your mind within moments. It's like, 
from one moment to another, a belief that has affected you your entire life, it's just not there anymore. You just switch it to a belief that is more serving to you. It's that easy. It is. So coming back to topic, I kind of went on a little ramble here. <laughs> Self-acceptance, it has to do with the willingness to look at those beliefs that we have created and declare them to be at least not false, but at least not absolute, to declare them to be something that we can change, to declare them to not be our truth anymore. So if you want to start to accept yourself, truly accept yourself and stand in the firm power of your being, then it is about looking at the dark sides of you. It's about looking at the parts of you that you have been taught are not safe or not loved to be shared. And we all have them that as a whole, as a collective in the society are not, are not welcome. So there's, there's, um, guilt, there is rage, there is, um, now I'm not even remembering all these, all these emotions that I want to name, but there is all these, you know, greed, for example, or rage or jealousy or, um, you know, like all these things that you hide in the darkness of your psyche. And because we've been taught all our life that these emotions are bad, that we cannot feel them, we don't accept, we like, we, we don't even consider to accept them and we push them further away. But it's there where your true power lies. Because if you have to hide a part of you, then you will never be able to raw in your fullest power because in every part that you're hiding, there's part of your power hiding too. You will always have to be on the lookout if, that these parts don't come up. You will always have to put on a role, always put on a masquerade, a mask, if you're interacting with the world when you still don't accept every part of you. So to truly accept yourself is to look at all these things that you have been taught your entire life are wrong to have and say, no, it's not wrong. This is part of me. And because it is part of me, I accept it. And I'm going to tell you one beautiful and magnificent thing that is happening. As soon as you accept those dark parts, as soon as you accept the rage, as soon as you accept the jealousy, the greed, the hatred, as soon as you accept those parts, they lose the power over you. Because right now they're take they're keeping you hostage. Right now they're keeping you hostage because you wanting to get rid of them, they have a tremendous power over you. Right? It's kind of like when you're black when when you're being blackmailed. I'm thinking about Cable Girls, which is a series I'm watching right now. And the main actress, how is she called? Um, Lydia. That's not the real name she's having. But anyway, Lydia 
is being blackmailed in, from one of the policemen with some photos they took of her. And he has such a big power over her because she doesn't want those photos to get out into society. She doesn't want those photos to get public. So he has all the power over her. But in the moment that she accepts the fact that those photos could go out into the world and public could see these photos, he loses power over her. Can you see that? And it's the same with you and your beliefs, with you and your shadows. So as long as you reject those shadows and you don't want them to become public, they have power over you. But as soon as you accept them, that doesn't mean you encourage them, but as soon as you accept them, they lose the power over you. And that's where you gain your power back. And that's where you can run your wildest expression and show up and be like, yeah, that's me. You know, this is like everyone is losing power over you because there is no trigger point anymore. There is no friction anymore. There's no one that can come and hit you because you already accepted every part of you. And that's the importance of self-acceptance. It's only when you truly accept yourself that you can pursue a life that is true to you. Because only when you start to accept each and every part of you, your truth will reveal itself to you. This is about accepting your secret desires, accepting what you want from your life. You have no idea how much judgment I had towards myself around the money I desire, around the fact that I desire to not work a lot and still make a lot of money. Like these are all things that I judged hard. The voices I had were like, you're lazy, like you're illusionary. Who are you to think that you can do that? Um, money is something that is a spiritual person. You cannot desire all these BS things that I'm sure you also have some in your head. And it's a dedication from your side to say each and every day, like, I'm not going to listen to these voices anymore. These are not my truth anymore. And that's why I'm sharing with you where they come from so that you can understand that they are not real. They are just a story you created in a moment that you didn't have tools to know better. Now you know better. Now that I told you where these come from and now that I told you about NLP and hypnosis and the fact that you can rewrite your beliefs and your programs of your mind in a manner of instance, you do know better. So now you do have the conscious choice. You have the choice to say, I'm not believing these BS things in my head anymore. And I'm claiming, I'm claiming to accept myself. I'm claiming to embrace myself and I'm claiming my dreams. Because I'm going to tell you one thing. Your dreams are with you for a reason. You dream of these things because your being is craving for the actualization of these dreams. And it's your being craving for that because it's your purpose, because you're meant to follow up on that dream. And here we have to discern between what's your dream and what's a dream that society installed in you. And that's a topic we're going to talk about in, I think, two weeks. 
I, I can feel how much I miss this podcast because I could keep on rambling forever. But let's just stay with accepting yourself for the day. We're also almost finished. So um, thank you for your patience. Um, I'm just reading my notes here. So we talked about what self-acceptance is. I shared my personal story with you. We talked about how important it is to accept yourself and why we do not accept ourselves. So how can you actually start to accept yourself? How can you actually start to look at these dark shadows of you and say, yes, this is me. Like, how can you hold yourself and hug yourself? And I'm smiling from ear to ear right now because this is something so beautiful and so valuable to me that I created a free masterclass for you, which I'm going to host on Monday, 4th of April um, at 4 p.m., obviously, <laughs> um, my time. So that's Central European Standard Time minus three. And in this masterclass, I'm going to take you on a journey. This is not your regular masterclass. This is a very powerful portal for you to step into self-acceptance. It's an initiation into shadow work. And I'm going to share you with you the tools that I use on a daily basis that have allowed me to alchemize out of the self-hatred, out of the self-rejection, the self-suppression and the self-criticism into who I am today. And I can tell you like my inside, it feels so relieved. It feels so much more peaceful inside because when you finally, when you finally accept yourself, you can finally stop running. And when you can stop running, you can finally hug yourself and be like, welcome home. Welcome home, my love. Now, what do you want to create? How can I support you? Imagine that in your head. Instead of having a voice constantly nagging upon you, having a voice in your head that's welcoming you. And that's what you deserve to have. And because I know how it turned my entire life upside down, how I feel so much more secure within myself and truly confident now, not just from the outside, but truly confident and willing to take on anyone that is criticizing me and willing to take on any challenge that is happening to me. And for me, more important, willing to actually go after my dreams, no matter what anyone on the outside is saying. Because I know that in this is where I will A, fulfill the purpose of why my being is here and B, it's the only path that I can find true fulfillment in. And I've decided like this lifetime, it's to enjoy, it's to grow, it's to experience and it's to have a whole lot of fun. And I know that I can only do that if I follow my own truth. But to follow my own truth, to have the strength and the courage to follow my own truth and the clarity, I need to accept myself. And you do that too. You need to do that too. So I created this masterclass, The Shadow of Me, to initiate you on that path and to give you some really powerful tools that you can use then on a daily basis as well. And one of them is dancing. I love to dance with these parts that 
we want to get rid of. And because in this dance, when you move your body, you can move the stagnancy of the judging and the doubt. And you can start to actually feel the power of this path. And you can start to feel the essence of this part of you. And when you feel the essence of this part, it's so much easier to start to accept it and to integrate it into who you are. So I'm going to teach you all about it. And you can either drop into the show notes where you can find the link to sign up, or you hop on over to my Instagram where you can find the link in my bio and also in the highlights and also if you cannot make it live it's all good um this is going to be available for you afterwards you're going to receive the replay afterwards and this is really a gift for you so if the words of this episode have resonated within you i highly encourage you to sign up because This is just the beginning, my love. Now you've heard a whole lot of theory, you heard a whole lot of inspirations, but you need to take it to the next level now, okay? You need to take it into embodiment, into actualization now, and really start to integrate what you have learned into your own being so that you can then harvest the fruits from this work as well. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Oh my, I loved being back on the podcast. (laughs) Um, I also would love and thank you so much for taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it to your socials because I believe that there is so much value about what we just talked about and if there is something within you that you carried away from this episode as well then share it to your socials tag me so that I can shout you out out and share it with your community so that they have the chance to listen to this too and grow on them own as well so thank you so much for being here my love and I cannot wait to be back here with you next week my love that was quite a ride my heart is so full thank you for being with me here today and if you loved what you heard it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot share it to your socials tag me at Chiara Prala and leave me a little review here on the app so that the algorithm can pump us up and more souls can receive this activating message Thank you again for sharing this space with me and I'll see you back here next week.